0: Illinois, the place where the most black Panthers were destroyed. Do either push dope, lock down, or unemployed. Hearing shots late at night keep the people paranoid. Have you ever read Season Time? I read it when I was 16,
1: and it freed my mind. Coming up on them dirty South floor of the road, being exposed to the Panther Code. Make me a soldier, a child of the 10-point platform. The rap form, words to the two exceed tatters on my left arm. 'Cause if it wasn't for the Panthers, the real OGs like a Cool Hampton and comrades on the West Coast, out and Watts, East Coast BLA, returning shots to cops, it wouldn't be no free school lunches. It was Matulu Shakur They gave us acupuncture to cure the junkie. Black fists, Afro's cookies and black love Five point programs, rifles, and black love. Panthers holding it tight like black hugs. All the black ears, we call them with black words. Black fists, afro, scoopies, and black gloves. Five-point program snipers and black love. Panthers holding it tight like black hugs.
2: All the black ears, who call them with black words. the Panthers. The Panthers yawning, the rhythm and blues. Conservative smiles on the 5 o'clock news. Here comes Bush, here comes the ground. Here comes the fury, here comes the sound. Hit men for America with contracts to keep right wing fantasies on a liberal thrill debate the deals and media leaks they get the talk shows and we get the freaks neighborhood jails for neighborhood crimes family and friends drop neighborhood dimes no public TV no public opinion total oppression over total dominion the real design, the ultimate plan confusion becomes God and God becomes man black fists,
1: afros, cookies and black gloves, point programs, rifles, and black love. Panthers holding it tight like black hugs, all the black ears, we call them with black words, black fences, those cookies, and black gloves, five-point programs, rifles, and black love. Panthers holding it tight like black hugs, all the black ears, we call them with black words, it's
2: advances, Bobby Hutchins was the first to go, the Panther raised and tried to grow into the country, out the back door da pimping this, or guns, badges, and ID cards. Corruption complete with security guards. A key a bow, a pipe, a gram, are closely related to Uncle Sam. Mama's in the crack house, daddy's at the border. Dial 911 and place your order. The war on drugs, one great big joke. Can you finish the paperwork while I finish the coke?
1: Black fists, afros, kufis, and black gloves. Five-point programs, rifles, and black love. Panthers holding it tight like black hugs. All Their black is we Call calling what black was just the Panthers. The Panthers are here
3: in the heart of every black child. In the What's up? My name is Gerald Rose. You are know, listening listen to Correcting the System on Equal Justice right here or even on tmradio.com.
4: we Talk Radio. right
3: here or EOT on radio.com My name is Gerald Rose, President of New Order National Human Rights Organization. Um, please call in at 718-664-6543. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff um, going on tonight. There's a lot of issues that's going on nationwide. Again, um, before I do get started, I do want to give a shout out to my New Order family who's doing a wonderful job nationwide. Also to my Co-host Carla B. cannot make it tonight for giving me opportunity um, to do the show tonight um, solo. So again, please call in at 718-664-6543. You're listening live here on EOTMRadio.com. Uh, first of all, I'd like to start off um, on this. As a matter of fact, a week ago last week, uh, I had opportunity uh, to go to Oxford, Mississippi myself my NASA spokesperson, Brother um, Derek Henderson, and my advisor, Mr. Mark Bell, um, we received a a phone call where um, roadblocks were just set up um, in the African-American community. And after doing a thorough investigation and, and talking to several people uh, on a conference call from Atlanta to Oxford for over maybe about 25-something people, uh, we decided to take a trip down to Oxford, Mississippi, and also set up a town hall meeting. And uh, when my secretary called down there um, to contact the the mayor, the chief of police, and the sheriff department to invite them out to this town hall meeting, you can tell they were very uneased and they were not used to this. So basically in my mind, um, there is a part of history um, that's going to take place uh, in Oxford. So, uh, we went down there, we demand to seek some 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 answers, and believe it or not, we went down there uh it made the front page of the uh Oxford Eagle, you know, so you know it's all about being involved and and being proactive, so I think we have a caller already on the line again, please. Call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. My name is Gerald Rose. Um you listen to Correcting the System on Equal Justice here on EOT on dot com. And we're gonna be talking about the real issues. You know, so if we do have a call, your name, please give me your name and what is your question for tonight? Do we have a caller?
5: Yes, this is Vanna from the New Order family.
3: How you doing, Javanna? How you doing?
5: I'm pretty good. Just tuning in and learning.
3: Okay, first of all, where are you calling from?
5: Oxford, Mississippi.
3: Okay, all right. Um, why don't you kind of tell the listeners? Uh, first of all, welcome to the New Order family. Welcome to the public relations department as well. Um, go ahead and tell me, um, um, you know, what, what what you think is going on down in Oxford, Mississippi. What what you think needs to be a change and how you felt that the town hall meeting took place. I know you arrived a little late, but uh, do you think we accomplished something when we came down there?
5: I think a lot was definitely accomplished. Um, like every day we log into Facebook, we see youth and, I mean, older adults complaining of the things that are going on in the city, but maybe we were given the opportunity to do something about it. Very few showed up, but I think it did, like, at least scratch the subject a little bit. I think okay. uh, with the next meeting
3: it'll be better. Right, and uh, what, what what I have learned is uh, through my research and, and and research, my understanding that this has never happened, never took place in Oxford, Mississippi. Is that true? When we set up the town hall meeting?
5: Yes, that that was the very first town hall meeting where the public was openly welcome to come discuss their complaints or concerns for the city.
3: Okay, what I'd like to do, if you like to stay on the line and, and be a part of the show, I don't know how much time you have, but I would love you to kind of um, be on the show with me tonight, especially you being in the public relations department on things that we're going to be doing nationwide. Um, you're welcome to, to be on the call with me tonight as being my co-host. Are you comfortable with that?
5: Yes, I am.
3: Okay. Again, if you want to call in, please call in at 718-664-6543. We are streaming live on EOTONradio.com. You are listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice. Um, what I'd like to do now is that I know Miss Tracy Williams, um, she's probably listening in. Uh, she did a wonderful job on helping um, New Order get this thing set up, and we're going to do some follow-up. We will be opening up a chapter um, in Oxford um, Mississippi, and I'm hoping that um, the people down there are ready for this. As you know, you being a new member to New Order, you can see how we do things in here in Atlanta and, and, and in Columbus, Ohio, and in Toledo, Ohio. So what do you think is the main thing that we need to focus on um, in Oxford? Uh,
5: the main thing is unity. We have absolutely no unity between the African Americans here in this cities. The first thing we should work on is unity. Everyone coming together on one accord and just tackling it head on.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, can you give our listeners? Um, I know the mayor came to the town hall meeting, and I'll be honest with you, I do town hall meetings all across America. But when I seen the mayor came, and I think you were, I think you came a little late. The mayor um, came, but he got upset, and as elected officials, almost decided to walk out. Can you explain to the listeners? Uh, what was quoted in the newspaper, what the mayor said about, I guess, the minority community, oh, uh, African-Americans, Hispanics, about the, the quote that he made about the family dollar in the Dollar General store. Do you Are you aware of that?
5: Oh, yes. That, that's one of the reasons um, I emailed him. He never responded to my email, but um, I ended up emailing yes. him about
3: that. Can you explain to what he said uh, as an elected official? Can you say to the world on what he said in the newspaper when they interviewed him about that?
5: um he was interviewed by um a news team i think out of Mississippi. They wanted to know about the um the diversity and the racial outbreaks that have been going on between Oxford Mississippi and the University of Mississippi. Right. And they questioned him about why they didn't see so as many blacks on the square as they did whites. And he he said that maybe if they were to build more dollar general and family dollar stores that it would basically attract minorities, blacks, white, Hispanics. But that's the only reason we're not up there is because they don't have enough dollar stores. Well, they don't have any dollar stores up there at all for us to shop
3: in. Okay. Yeah, when I I seen that um, in the paper, it really kind of offended me. And then when I seen him in person, uh, it looked like I was looking at Bull O'Connor, who was a young, was a racist man back in Birmingham, Alabama, when Dr. King was fighting racism um, back in Birmingham. So there's a lot of work to do in Oxford, but I can say that I'm excited uh, because uh, when Tracy put together the town hall meeting, uh, it, it didn't take that long. We did got the paper saying it was 75 people, but we had more than 75 people. So mm-hmm. that just shows me that uh even sometimes the the media will try to to downplay on how we coming together you know as a people you know so again i am just excited about our our new chapter coming to oxford um uh mississippi you know so um again if you want to listen in tonight please tune in at eotmradio.com or you could call it at 718 664 6543 you're listening to myself, Gerald Rose, Correcting the System on Equal Justice, uh, we have a young lady from Oxford, Mississippi, on the line that we're just talking about issues going on uh, in Oxford. Now we're going to spread the message um, across the country. Uh, there was a video that we thought was real that took place in New York where you had a white man told a black lady uh, to get out her seat and go to the back of the bus uh, are you aware of, of that video? Did you see that yourself?
5: Uh, yes, I think I saw it. Uh, let's yeah. see, it place. I don't remember the exact date, but I saw it the next day. Yeah, okay. I
3: saw it. Okay. When I first seen this video, I immediately contacted my my research director, Ms. Lucy Diaz, who's doing a wonderful job out of Toledo, Ohio. I mean, everyone is doing a wonderful job in New Order. And I told her to get in contact uh, with this young lady, because when I seen this, the first thing I thought was Rosa Parks, you know, so uh, I did talk to the lady uh, about the situation. you know, I was very concerned. I put it all on my Facebook page. next thing I knew found out it was a host. There were actors, but I was very concerned on why the young lady didn't tell. Um, my first all, my secretary and my research director saying this was a host, you know, so I didn't understand the situation at hand, but it brought back some memories. But at the same time, this is really going on, you know, I'm quite sure things like this happens in Mississippi. It happens here in Atlanta, but as a people, we must stand up. And like you said, we must unite because if we don't have no unity, we cannot change anything. You know, that's why it's very important uh, to people to get out and vote. Now, let me ask you, so I'm glad we're talking about voting. This is election year. As a lot of people in the African-American community or the minority community or Hispanic community in Oxford, do, do you think they are registered, are they registered voters down here?
5: I honestly doubt it. I mean, not enough African-Americans are supporting the movement of voting. I don't think a lot care at all, period.
3: Okay, why would you think the mentality of that? Because I'm going to tell you, when we got tripped down there, uh, I can tell at that town hall, I mean, even walking the streets of Oxford, Mississippi, uh, it seemed like people are ready, you know. So we just have to change the mentality. But what is the? do you know the percentages offhand as far as um, black people living in Oxford, Mississippi? Do you have the percentages on there?
5: I think it was approximately 70%. Caucasian, twenty percent African American, and the other ten ten percent was um like Korean, Hispanic,
3: you know, other ways. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, it was funny how me, myself, and my advisor and spokesperson and uh, Miss Tracy Williams uh, went up to the uh, police department unexpectedly to demand to speak with someone about the roadblocks. And my understanding, even after the Tower Hall meeting that took place that night, there was a a roadblock that took place right after the tower Hall meeting. you know, so that's more like a i consider a slap in the face, so there is a lot of work to do, but you know we can't the war can't do it alone. You can't do it by yourself, Tracy can't do it by herself. We have to get everyone involved uh to make a change because they won't take us seriously you know and they, I remember with the chief of police. Did say that it doesn't take us to come from Atlanta to meet with him in dialogue, but I can tell you that uh, we do dialogue with people uh, here in Atlanta. So we must stay on top of things, you know. But we will be getting things um, started in Oxford, Mississippi. Again, you are listening to EOT on Radio. dot com. Please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. I have a young lady actually. My new public relations director out of Oxford, Mississippi, on the line with me, talking about the issues that's going on in Oxford, Mississippi, not just Oxford, but all over this country. Now, what is your input uh, about the situation? I think it happened in Nigeria, when I think, when the girls was kidnapped. Are you familiar with that story?
5: Yes, I am, but I've I've seen um, different posts from, I mean, I haven't found the sources yet. I was unable to find the sources. Some um, are saying it's a hoax. Others are saying that um, Nigeria isn't looking for them at all because they feel like who they're going to go up against is more powerful than them. And then others are saying that they sold them. So I'm still trying to get to the bottom of it to see exactly what's going on.
3: Yeah, when I first heard that, seen that story, the first thing I thought was my daughter, and I immediately picked up the phone and called her because it kind of affected me. That's one thing about myself. I might not know you. I might not be blood-related to you, but when I see things, especially involving with kids and things like that happen, it affects me. That's why uh, I decided to get involved with, with dealing with human rights, not on here just to be doing these radio shows, being on TV. It's all about helping people out because people died, died for us just to be on this show right now. Of course, I put the man above who's ahead of my life. So. Uh, I just want to think that uh, my our New Order family has a lot of work to do, but we must stay prayed up because there's a lot of things that's going on. There was an, a a, a two month year old baby just lost his life of a home invasion took place here in Atlanta. Now my first thing to do was going to go out and have a public statement. Whoever did this to turn themselves in, obviously the person got caught. You know, so there's a lot of things that's going on, and we must blame my own self. I know racism is out there. But we have our own issues. Do you agree with that?
5: each city has their issues, definitely.
3: Yeah. So that's one thing that we're going to be doing. And again, to the to the listeners and to the callers, please call in and be a part of this important discussion because uh, it's going to take all of us. Again, please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. We are streaming live here on eotradio.com. dot com. Um, you are listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice. Um, my question is, what do you think should be the first step or the first strategy or the first issue to address uh, in um, Oxford, Mississippi?
5: Um, actually, to teach them that what they're doing is wrong. For some odd reason, they don't think that they are racially profiling anyone by putting roadblocks in black neighborhoods and black neighborhoods only. They don't think that's an issue. They don't think they are harm anybody. They don't think it's racial profiling.
3: Now, how did y'all get wind of this? That this was going on. How did y'all find out?
5: Uh, with the roadblocks in black neighborhoods.
3: That's correct. How did y'all firstly find out that this? How long had this been going on in Oxford? You would say?
5: Yeah, I, um, I'm 27 now. Uh, since <laughs> since before I was born, my first time seeing. Any racism in Austin, Mississippi, um, I think I was around the age of 10. I I actually watched them place things inside of guys' cars, and it was only in a black neighborhood. Like, it's been going on forever.
3: Well, you know what? I'm not surprised because the history of Mississippi and Alabama and Georgia and uh, all that here in the South uh, is still going on it's sad that we as black people had this little freedom that we think that racism is not still alive. That's not true. You know, so we must continue to do the work, you know, and things like that, you know, and there, uh, it's just a lot that is going on. A lot of police brutality is still going on, you know, but like I said, if we get ourselves together as a race and unite and love each other and you know, and and, and and things like that, a lot of this stuff will not happen because it's just the fact we're not united, you know. So when a Trayvon Martin lost his life and Sean Bell and Jordan Davis, then when we turn on the 6 o'clock news or the 5 o'clock news showing that we're killing each other, it's defeating the purpose, you know. So I had opportunity to today to go into an alternative school and let them know, hey, your, your back is already against the wall, you know, you have been kicked out of every public school here in Atlanta. Now what you have to do, but life is not over. So I went in there with a positive message, you know, and letting them know, hey, they're going to be somebody someday because a lot of these kids at home is raising themselves. There's no food in the house. A lot of these kids are on medicine. You know, so they like when New when Order walk through the doors every Tuesday morning at 1030 because, and stuff like that. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we come back, I would love you to continue to be on the show with me um tonight you know again i again i want to welcome you to the to the new order family you know on the short period of time you have been doing a wonderful job and i'm just again so we're gonna take a quick break uh we will we'll, again you are listening to correcting the system on equal justice here on e o t on radio dot com again you can call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three we're gonna take a quick commercial break. The American dream ain't nothing but another calculated scheme to get us locked up shut up and back and to deny us of the future rob our names kept my history a mystery but now I see the American dream wasn't meant for me cause Lady Liberty's a a hypocrisy lied to me while it's repeated the equality never gave me nothing but slavery and now look at how dangerous it made
0: me calling me a madman cause the song of bold with this dump full of knowledge of the lies it told. it's told. promised me he meant the patience and this new nation all you ever gave my people was salvation fathers of a country never cared for me. They kept my answer, tackled up in slavery, and Uncle Sam never did a damn thing for me, Step live out the facts in my history. So now I'm sitting here mad because of unemployed, but the government's glad, because they enjoy it. When my people are down, so they can do what's around. Time to the government now. the Panther Power. the Power. <laughs> <Panther> Power. <laughs> Panther Power. the power. That's the power. power from the strength that resides within. Go toe to Ooh. toe with the panther and you just can't win. Suffer and best. Suppress the rest. The rich kids, richer and the poor, what they last. The American dream was an American nightmare. You kept my people down and refused to fight. Man, but the fudge class tried to keep us out with our scoop. And the knows the blacks allowed With the gemination and segregation. Was a waste of freedom. But now we're impatient. Never be ashamed of what you are, it's your Panther Power, that makes you a star Panther Power Panther Power Panther Power Panther Power Panther Power Panther Power, Panther power. Panther power. Panther power. My mother never let me Forget my history, hoping I was set free Things that were put on me, wanted to be more of Free. Had to know the truth back about my history. I couldn't settle for being a statistic. Couldn't survive in this capitalistic government because it was meant to hold us back. Using ignorant drugs to sneak attack in my community. They killed the unity. But when I charge them, try to claim immunity. I like America, like I case of heart disease. And the power is running through my arteries. Try to stop me. Oh boy, you'll be clawed to death. Cause I'll be fighting for my freedom with my dying breath. Do you remember? That's what I'm asking you. Don't make me laugh at you, open your eyes, realize you've been locked in chains. Said you wasn't civilized, and stole your name because the time is past, things you all forget There is no liberty for you and me, we, we ain't free yet Pants of power Pants of power Pants of power as it seems the american dream ain't nothing but another calculated scheme to get us locked up shut up and back and change. who denies of the future blah our name kept my history a mystery but now i see the american dream wasn't meant for me because lady liberty's a hypocrisy lie to me while it's for freedom education equality never gave me nothing but slavery and now look at how dangerous it made me Calling me a madman, cut the song and bold Ooh, with this full of knowledge of the lies that told. promised me he meant the patience and this new nation. All you forgave my people was our nation. Fathers of the country never cared for me. They kept my ancestors shackled up in slavery. And Uncle Sam never did a damn thing for me. Step live about the facts in my history. So now I'm sitting here mad because I'm unemployed. But the government's glad because they enjoy it. when my people are down so they can do what's around. Thomas saying the government now. Path of power.
3: That just kind of keeps me going (laughs) My name is Gerald Rose You are listening to Correcting the System On Equal Justice We're streaming live on EOTonradio.com Please call in at 718-664-6543 I have Ms. Vanna Nicole From Oxford, Mississippi Who's a newly member of the New Order family Vanna, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here okay, all right now um, def- um give me um get a little background about yourself. I know he does a lot of um i think a lot of research and I think he was involved in, in other organizations, but you sent me a text message earlier, and you've been excited since you came on New York, so you've been involved, but when you said you like to be involved in helping people, um kind of define the listeners. what you mean by that when you want to, when now it's time to start helping you know helping people what made you say that?
5: I mean, I think it's time that we take things more serious. Um, I stated last week when I came, I came into the meeting late. Um, I didn't see anyone in there around my age, and and if there were some, there it was like maybe two or three of us. I don't think, I mean, I don't think we're taking it serious. And if we fail to realize, we're going to be the next generation of grandparents, and we're going to have children underneath us. And if we don't take it serious, how can we teach our children? about what's going on so I want to give
3: voice that and you are correct because when I went and spoke to the kids uh I shouldn't say kids they say you define good kids and when I went and talked to the students today uh that's the main thing I told them you know you are the future you know uh elementary kids are looking up to you all you know but when they was telling me today that they don't they be going to bed at four or five o'clock in the morning and and they even on a school night and things like that. I start questioning parents. You know, you know, parents have to be more involved um, in their lives. You know, they was talking about the school bullying. Is a very is it a serious school bullying problem going on uh, in Oxford? Huh? Would you say is a, is a bullying problem going on in Oxford in high schools? I know it's going on across America. Uh, does is it? Do y'all have any kind of bullying? Um, meetings or talking about school bullying in, in the city of Oxford? Uh
5: actually um I have a friend, her name is Dana Moore. She's trying to um push the whole the stop bullying thing. She's out of uh Calhoun, Mississippi. Her son, his name is Jaden, and um she actually made a Facebook page, um J A B Jaden Against Bullying. Her son gets bullied for um basically dressing decent like not wearing, you know, the baggy pants, I think he's around maybe 10. And, I mean, they, they'll actually, you know, call him out of his name. They'll hit him. You know, And she's been to her school several times, his school several times to, you know, try to end the situation. And, um, like, as far as daily battle for her, like every week is something different. And, right. I mean, they're trying to do something about it.
3: Okay, yeah, there's a lot going on here in Atlanta, up in Toledo, my hometown. You know, again, I want to give my Toledo family a shout-out, Mr. Christopher Adams, uh, my men's advocate director, uh, who's doing a wonderful job when we have issues that come to us uh, where young men or females need counseling. You know, of course, my executive secretary, Tracy Scott, and course, the research director, Miss Lucy Diaz, and we we'll go over to Columbus, Mr. John Drummond, and then here in Atlanta, and then, of course, you all in Mississippi. Uh, we have a wonderful team, you know, and I do brag about the New Order family. I hate to say it. Our marketing director, Miss Faith Holston, then came in and, and marketing the organization. You know, we all are, are just playing a major part on trying to change lives, you know, nationwide. God has brought a wonderful crew together to get involved. You know, again, if you want to be a part of this conversation, please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. You are listening live stream on radio dot com. You are listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice. I have Miss vanna Nicole, uh, who's lives, who is a resident of Oxford, Mississippi. Matter of fact, you're relocating to Fort Worth, Texas. What's making, you, what's making you go to Texas? Uh,
5: well, for starters school. <laughs> And basically, okay. um, I think I just I grew tired of the fight with racism in Oxford. I'm just, I mean, I know there's racism everywhere, but I'd rather go somewhere where I don't know what's going on. Like that, that's what my thought was, go somewhere mm-hmm. where I don't know the people who are behind the racism. Go somewhere where, like, I'm completely clueless of who is, you know, racially well. profiling people and who isn't.
3: Well, Texas is not too far behind.
5: <laughs> I can tell really you that,
3: you know. <laughs> but like I said, it's in every fifty-two states, uh, you know. So that's why uh, when you go there, when when you made the the comment, like, can you still be involved when you say you're moving to Texas? That that that's basically planting another seed in another state, in another city, you know. And I do have family out there, so you will not be alone as well when you go out there. So I'm just excited that you um. that that God brought us together to, you know, for you to come on board and use your skills and talent and join forces with the other New Order family and and correct these issues that's going on. You know, we just must stay, you know, must stay prayed up, you know. So, and uh, I just want to say good luck when you head out there or whatever. So now um, I think that um, uh, we got about 30 minutes into the show. I'm hoping that some other people, people call in again you listen to EOT on radio Uh you can please call in at 718-664-6543 uh, my name is Gerald Rose you listen to correcting the system on equal justice um, now what I want to do uh, is kind of shift gears here I want to really talk about um, just talk about our youth you know the reason why I say that I remember when Dr. King was kind of marching and protesting and he said you know what you can't put young people in jail so what do you think as a young organization with young people how can we get the attention uh, of young people you know I know they hear the song said we shall overcome and, and things like that the old school which we must respect that to the fullest because it's part of our history but when i say that to these kids these days it's like It's like old school. So what I try to do is kind of flavor things up when I speak to young people these days. So what is your idea or what approach you think that we need to do as an organization to start when we go speak to the youth? What you think our message should be when we speak to these youth? Like, to be honest,
5: I I honestly don't know how to answer that because now – in this generation, it's really hard to get a hold of the youth with all the TVs, the video games, the the new rap songs, the new artists. Like, right. how do we even get their attention?
3: And, and you do have a point because uh, when I was 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 growing up, I mean I'm still young now, but <laughs> when I was uh, when I got out of school, the first thing I had to do was do my chores. Okay. First of all, it was, it was, you know, you had little video games, but, you know, there was no question act. Don't even try to ask to go outside. You know, you must take care of house, wash the dishes, you know, cut the grass. It's like these days, you know, first thing kids, they go home and turn on these Xbox, and, and I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, I didn't hear the word ADD and things, and so, you know, I try mm-hmm. to come down to their level, not to speak their level, but explain to them that, how it used to be, you know, it ain't how it used to be today. We had little game fights and all that, but it wasn't like pulling out no guns or this and that, and, and losing lives and stuff like that. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a sad situation. What's going on with our young people? But you know what, man, we can't give up. We can't give up. That's why our youth department is very important. Not here in Atlanta, but what we're going to do, of course. When our message is getting spread nationwide, we would like to do that in Oxford, Mississippi, Fort Worth, Texas, Toledo, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Florence, South Carolina, where we have seeds planted with New Order members throughout the country. You know, so we all got to put our heads together, and if we could just save one child, I think we reached our goal. You know, so um, I think that we 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 have a good crew, and I think we're gonna we're gonna make that happen. Again, you are listening live on EOTonradio.com. Please call in at 718-664-6543. You're listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice, and that is a strong topic, Correcting the System on Equal Justice. That is our mission. We went to Oxford, Mississippi. As a matter of fact, on June 21st, uh, I will be holding a youth rally uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. So I'm hoping that yourself and maybe Tracy and and, and Trevin in uh, Oxford can meet me down in Jackson, Mississippi, because I don't know if you're familiar with Jackson, but there is a lot of issues and mm-hmm. um, violence is going on there. Are you familiar with Jackson, Mississippi, about the violence going on there? It's bad oh, yeah. there. Yeah,
5: the violence is out of control.
3: Can you give mm-hmm. us our opinion about Jackson, Mississippi? I went there on a uh, a racial case where a carload of four white teens ran over a guy named James Craig Anderson. And, and the listeners, you can Google this because I always put out true facts. Uh, mm-hmm. It was on CNN uh, where a four, a four load of white teens ran over. James Craig Anderson said, we just ran over that, Ian. And uh, I, I asked my vice president, uh, how far was Jackson, Mississippi? Five hours. I said, let's go. I didn't know where I was going. I went to unfamiliar territory territory, with the same agenda. Because one thing, I know God got my back, and I went down on several times to seek justice because what happened was it was four white teens in the car ran over a black person. Now, me, you, and and Tracy, and Trevin got in the car and ran over a Caucasian person. We all be what? Accessory to the crime. Am I correct?
5: Uh Uh-huh, and
3: underneath the jail. That's right. (laughs) They only accused one person, I found out. So we kept going down, kept going down there, and eventually um, did uh, charge everyone. So that's the mentality that's what's going on. But at the same time is that um, Pam Greer, who's one of my Facebook friends, who's very active in the community, said with Mr. Rose, uh, we need you down here because there's a lot going on. And I, and I can't do this by myself. I don't have the, the magic wand to change things. You know, i think thank for, for coming down and, and speaking and doing this, but let's go take the people that live there, you know, that, that actually live there, that are taxpayers, that live there, to correct things. So I'm hoping maybe you all can, can, can meet me down there in Jackson on the 21st of June because then I will have some familiar faces in the audience, you know, so I'm just excited. And then uh, my next step will be Lima, Ohio, on July 4th. I know my chief of staff, John Drummond, Mr. Christopher Adams from Talib going to meet me in Lima, Ohio. So that's the dedication of, of this organization. So why don't you kind of give us a little, I know you don't live in Jackson, you mentioned about Jackson. Can you give us a little brief on perspective of Jackson, Mississippi? That is the capital as well, is that correct? Yes, yes,
5: capital of Mississippi.
3: Okay, can you give us a little, do you know any kind of history that goes on in Jackson or Back then or now, or the violence, the gang violence, do you know, have anything that you want to let our listeners know about Jackson, Mississippi?
5: Um, I'm not, like, very, very familiar with Jackson. I try to – um, <laughs> I don't want to offend anyone, but I try to stay away from Jackson because they have, they have so much – there's so much violence down there. There's so much
3: hey, – You're insane. not offending one. You're just speaking the truth. No, we, this, this is what this show is about. Don't worry about offending no one because my hometown, Toledo, Ohio – that's right. I would offend you. They out of control. <laughs> People need to step up. You know. Um, so, um, so go ahead. That, that's what this show is about. Maybe we get somebody that's from there will who actually, you know, step out and start changing some things.
5: Yeah. Um. I lost one of my childhood friends down there last year. He was he was shot and killed. They shot him nine times. Um. Hmm. I honestly don't know what caused them to shoot him. But I mean that that was um, a big blow to the city of Oxford. He was a twin. His mm-hmm. twin brother is still here, and um, his twin brother is a local artist. He's a rapper out of the group My Crown, and like he he took his his twins' death like pretty hard because they're twins. So that's, I mean, you came in the world together. So um, his way of dealing with that is uh, fly forever, living young. He um. Basically, he's trying to end the violence throughout, not just Jackson, but throughout Mississippi. But, um, I mean, if you ask anyone in Mississippi, when you say Jackson, Mississippi, the first thing they're going to say is something about violence.
3: Right, right. That's that's basically that's, what. That's
5: the first word to pop up.
3: Right. That's, that's basically what's going on in, in every state, you know. So that's why it's going to take everybody to unite. We need our churches involved. That's right. I'm putting the churches on blast. You know, um, they need to step up as well. You know, and I'm sorry. You know, even my dad uh, is a minister, but he came behind that pulpit. He came from them four walls. You know, even back in, in 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 the 60s and in the 50s, when we was really fighting racism, the churches was involved. Where are you at churches? You know, I don't know what's going on in Oxford, Mississippi, but he, even here in Atlanta, there's a lot of churches down here. You know as they're doing something that's good, but, you know, as far as visibly, you know, they come out every now and then, but this is an everyday struggle that's going on in our community. Even every second Saturday down at our headquarters where you have a church on every block, but then we're feeding homeless people every day, and, and, and you have kids just get out of school, just come down to our office just to get something to eat sometimes. You know that's going on at our New Order headquarters every day? You know, yes, that's what goes on. You know, so it takes money to do this. So, you know, um, that's why we, we, we have to get everybody involved. Again, you are listening to EOTORadio.com. We're streaming live. Please call in at 718-664-6543. Uh, my name is Gerald Rose. You're listening to Correcting the System on Equal Justice. I have Ms. Vanna Nicole, our newly elected person for the Public Relations Department, representing Oxford, Mississippi. And I'm surprised Tracy Williams hasn't called in yet. I'm very surprised. I thought she would have kinda of called in and, and give her Go ahead.
5: I, I think she's trying to I don't know if time at the line or not. I'm I'm actually um also going back and forth on Facebook during the interview. Okay. To
3: okay. Yeah, I am getting some, some text messages. Maybe we have having a little difficulties, but that's okay as long as they're listening. You know, so this is not the end. We do this Every other Tuesday, and and hopefully um, by then we will have these these phone lines flooded, flooded. You know, we're gonna get the word out. You know, the marketing director gonna get the word out. Of course, the population gonna get the word out on what we're actually doing uh, nationwide. So again, um, Savannah, um, I'm just just excited on on a short period of time. Um, you coming a part of this family? You really don't know no one. What kind of perspective have you seen on our on our New Order Inc. private chat? How uh, we're just close as a family because you know I don't bring in drama and I would not bring in drama. So in a short period of time, what you think about the 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 organization itself? On what you have seen and what you have witnessed just online? But I know you kind of missed it at the town hall. I mean, what are what are you witnessing? What are you feeling about what you just became a part of?
5: Um, definitely the teamwork, how everyone is just, like, if someone posts this, the next person is coming, they're posting, they're supporting one another, and they're promoting one another. So teamwork is the the best and the biggest thing I see. Teamwork, support, the passion that everyone has for what they do. I definitely love that.
3: And you know what? <laughs> like I said, it's called Team New Order, and it ain't I, it's we and again um i cannot do this by myself and right now i am on facebook a lot of the new order family is listening in um they're trying to call in as well so new order family i love you all you know my vice president just hit me up you know every the spokesperson so we we are a family away from home you know and eventually we're going to have to have a convention <laughs> that you know we all can come together and see each other, you know, face to face. Because I'm the only one that really kind of know everybody nationwide. But we must come together, and um, and, and 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 work things. So I think we might have a, a caller on the line. Do we have a caller just called in? Yeah,
5: Tracy, I think it's Tracy, Tracy
3: wham, <laughs> Tracy, I was wondering what was going on. You don't want to make this happen in Oxford, Mississippi. What took you so long to call in? Are you there, Tracy? Did we lose her? Vanna, are you still there?
5: I'm still here. She uh messaged on Facebook. Tell him that I'm on the line now.
3: Okay. Uh, I think, <laughs> is Brother Derek there on the line? Do we have another caller? <laughs> okay. They're, they're listening in. All right. Anywhere you're listening to Correcting the Justice Unequal Justice, uh, my name is Gerald Rose. you listen to EOT on um, You can call in at 718-664-6543. Um, again, we're taking calls for tonight. We're talking about, of course, the
4: Oxford-Mississippi
3: yeah. situation. Um, There's different issues that's going on nationwide, the gang violence, the unity. I think unity is the main thing that we need to address. Because it seems that we don't have no unity uh, in our community, you know. So uh, on the brief um, time that we came to Oxford and, and Toledo and, and different things, um, it must be some unity that's going on, you know. So do you agree with that?
6: hmm You
3: know, define unity. And you know what? We might talk about this earlier, but we got to put this. It seems like we must continue to talk about unity because, when I look at the I had a prize in different shows back in the day, they had a lot of unity, and it just saying we don't have no unity today. What, why do you think is that? Why do you think we don't have no unity? Uh, uh, can
7: I get
3: the number three? Um, oh, who is get that?
7: Number three with potato and <laughs> pot cheese on them.
3: Wow. uh We have
5: that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, a
7: sweet tea. PT, can you
3: hear me? my God! Hello. Hello. Hello.
7: Yes, <laughs> can you hear me? How
3: you doing? Yes, I can How hear you? Derek. Uh, I don't know what's okay. going. We having some 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 difficult. Thank you for calling in this evening um, to the show. Um, you being the national spokesperson for for New Order, have Miss Vanna Nicole um, out of Mississippi. Um, why don't you kind of explain to the listeners on the trip that we took to Oxford, or your perspective on how, on our trip that, that we took, how you think our efforts was?
6: Well, uh, first of all, you know, uh, New Order I always give a hundred percent, but it was it was uh, it was pleasing and it was helpful when we got the support from the community, of, of, of the concerned uh, people who felt like they were being discriminated against, who. Uh, actually had legitimate complaints uh, for them to step forward because in a small town like Oxford, you know, you often deal with a lot of the intimidation, but these people were really, they really ready to stand up for themselves and, and really ready to uh, get New Order involved in it. Uh, and at the same time, you know, we got, we did get, um, you know, the cooperation from the local officials. Uh, they uh, seemed like they didn't know what was going on and Thank God for, you know, uh you and Mark Bell, you guys are some bulldogs where so you really called him to the carpet on some things. The mayor wanted to walk out. And uh Gerald called him uh called him back in and uh had him sit down.
4: He didn't right.
6: like it. He didn't like it. But he but he stayed because he knew what what Gerald was saying was was very real and very true. That, you know, you're an elected official, and you don't want to hear concerns of your people. Who affected in the town, regardless if it's involving law enforcement or not, then what's something wrong with that? You
3: know. Right. Well, it ain't just me, Derek. You played a very important part as the uh, moderator as well. You kept the audience down to a limit. Everything was very organized. You know, so I do want to thank you and Mark Bell. To any meetings that we take place, and I know you've been busy lately, but when you're available, you are available. So I must thank you as well. You know, so um, also kind of tell the listeners on um, just basically on as a spokesperson for the organization, what is your job and, you know, what is your message when you talk to people out in the community or when you have the radio interviews and the importance of unity? You know, what is your perspective on that?
6: Well, um, uh, my my job is basically to uh, inform the people about, uh, the work that New Order is doing, the things that we're about, and, and what we're up to and how they can get involved. And, you know, um, how I define unity is you and I together. Uh, so uh, we've we've been on the trails hot. We've, we've had to, you know, uh, stand together and uh, do some interviews together and uh, really... Um, uh, really behind closed doors is, is when our uh, work as president, uh, chief of staff, uh, and spokespersons really come into play is because we've had to go to uh, elected officials like congressmen or whoever and say, okay, now what are you doing for the people? And you know, right. Because you want the people's support, so what are you doing?
5: Because new orders
6: got their eye on you, whether it's the school board, uh, the chief of police, uh congressman or whoever, you know, that's that's been our role, you know, is to work together as a team and let them know that, you know, we're not
3: about any games. That's right. You know what? I don't i I do apologize but someone's phone is off mute and we hear some people talking in the background. So you are deeply apologize was I don't have no power over that. So this is probably going out on going on in, in, in LA. So again, you are aware I listen to correcting the Justice of equal justice, unequal justice. You can please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three. You listen to EOT on Radio dot com. Do we have any other callers out there like to make a comment at this time? Can you hear me? Oh, my vice president, Miss Shauna swear. how you doing, VP?
7: I'm doing wonderful. Trying to get on the line.
3: Okay. Um, If you could kind of explain on, again, I know you've been been in the trenches with me for a while. You've probably been around the longest than anyone. People come and go. That's going to happen. But, you know, I'm in it to win it. I'm I'm going to my grave. I'm fighting for my people. So kind of explain, matter of fact, the time that you took the trip with me to Jackson, Mississippi, uh, a couple years ago about the James Craig Anderson case. Uh, If you can kind of give our listeners, and the reason why I'm concentrating on that because we just left Oxford. I'm going back to Jackson on June 21st. So kind of give us, explain the mentality when we went up to Jackson State College to explain to kids on what you felt about this situation. It's like they didn't care. So give our listeners a breakdown of what you thought about our trip back to Jackson, Mississippi a couple years ago. Sean, are you there? This Can
7: you hear again. me?
8: Yes.
7: Yes, Can you hear ahead. me? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, something's going on with the phone. But my, feel, feel my feeling is when we drove into Jackson, Mississippi, that there's a lot of fear, that those black folks down in Jackson, Mississippi, are really fearful. They didn't really welcome us, and they were a little leery of us coming in there because they didn't want us to start any drama. They let I them know. get away with that kind of stuff down there of running over their black men. And when we went out there to... Address it. A lot of them, a few of them came out. We didn't get a good crowd, but it was nothing like we should have gotten. Because, like you said, I heard you earlier saying that if we all jumped into a truck and went and ran over a white man, all of the white folks in any given city are going to come out against us. They're not going to let us get away with it. And we That's had right. to go down there several times to try to seek justice that they, all those kids should have been charged, not just the driver, but everybody, because they all got in that truck with the intentions of going after a nigger. So that is the mentality of Jackson, and we do need to go back there. And I like that we're going back as a youth rally, because the youth are the grassroots of our grassroots organization, because one day we're going to leave here, and we got to leave them with a legacy of being strong enough to continue the fight because racism is the birthmark of America, and it's going to take a long time to wash it out.
3: Right. Oh, that, that is true. That is true. Uh, I just want to make a quick announcement. Um, the ones that you're not calling in, please have your phone on mute. Um, again, because we we heard some noise in the background or whatever. So again, uh, I'm glad that everyone is calling in. Please call in at seven one eight. Six six four six five four three. We're streaming live on EOTMradio.com. Again, put your phone on mute uh, if you're not talking. We have a little a little noise in the background. You know, the devil will try to work, but we go fight them all. So, um, do we have another call again? Derek and Sean and Van. I like you to stay on with me um, because again, this is a nationwide problem. Again, I thought Tracy uh, would have been calling in um, tonight to explain. You know why. Um, She set up this town hall meeting um, in Oxford. So, um, Shana, I want to go back to the vice president. As you know, and again, we want to kind of be careful with using the word in um, on on, 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 on the the, um, show. So, um, Shana, uh, let's try to go back and and explain why did you get involved uh, in, in, in the organization?
7: Well, first of all, I was born and raised in Oakland, California. And my father was a former, I already had it in my blood, and I already saw my father and my uncle marching in Oakland and trying to get some programs started. The, past, the Black Panthers weren't always about violence. They were the first ones to start the breakfast program in schools that, that went nationwide. So we were all about helping our people first and then helping others also in the process. So that would always be my heart. So when I I met you on Facebook and you were talking about all of the issues that are going on, I have a heart for it already. So I had to sign up. And our first assignment was going to Jackson. And I was in awe because I couldn't believe the way people are down here in the south, being scared, like ostriches put their head down in the sand. They don't really want to deal with it.
3: Right, right, right. And I and you know what I know we're angry and uh, again uh, to the list I want to apologize on on the word that we use on on the line but I know we're angry we're upset you know so again uh, if you want to be a part of this conversation please call in at seven one eight six six four six five four three we're streaming live on radio dot com you listen to correcting the system equal justice um, Van and Nicole are you still there from 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 Oxford Mississippi yes.
4: I'm still
3: here. Okay. I just want to let you know that um, I think Tracy might have made it on the line as well. Tracy, did you make it on the line? Wait
5: a minute. She's
3: Hello? saying it won't go through now. I'm talking her okay. on Facebook. She's saying it won't go through now. Okay. No problem. All right. Um, I just want to say that... Um, To Oxford, Mississippi, of course, Columbus, Ohio, Toledo, Ohio, of course, here in Atlanta, Georgia, and Florence, South Carolina, and our future thing going on um, um, in Fort Worth, Texas. And um, uh, hopefully Tracy Williams can get on the line from Oxford. Uh, We have a lot of work to do, you all. You know, uh, there's a lot going on. We're losing our young people on a day-to-day basis, and we can't save the world, but I can tell you that – we're, we're we're committed. I want to go back to my spokesman, brother Derek. Brother Derek, are you there? I don't know if brother Derek is still on the line. We might have lost him. Okay. Um, I uh, hopefully Tracy Williams could get on before we end the show tonight. Um, Vanna and 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 Shauna, this goes to you all as females of the other organization. Um, as you all know, um, it, it takes males as well, um, uh, to be a part. It's just like church, you have more females in the church than males in the church. So what do you think about um when you see that a lot of black men or men period do not want to get involved uh in your communities uh here across America. What do you see when you see that? Because it takes us to really be the head, you know, to kinda of run things, but what do you see when you don't see a lot of Young men that we try to recruit that wants to be involved. And this question for you, Sean, and I go to Vanna.
7: Well, I think with uh, men getting involved, a lot of what we do is emotional. You know, you you at first it hits on your emotions that you see somebody's child being taken advantage of or or being treated unfairly, and men are more Mm -hmm. physical, and they might want to be more violent about it. And our approach is a lot more we're going to march, we're going to talk about voting, getting yourself registered, and going about it that way, a nonviolent change. And a lot of men now want Uh to be violent with it, and we can't allow that. So when they think their hands are tied, they don't get involved. Mm -hmm.
3: Okay, my producer's saying that Tracy Williams should be there. Hopefully she's there. Tracy Williams, are you there?
4: <laughs>
3: okay, well, she, she's not there. Um, Vanna, you like to kind of, I know, Vanna, you're um, a single mom as well. What you think about, do uh, you, you have a, a boy or girl that you're raising, Vanna?
5: A boy, a four-year-old boy. I'm going to say this real quick. Um, I'm still talking to them on Facebook. They're saying that they cannot get through.
3: For like any reason, it won't let them through. One of them okay. said, "They said, 'Um, alright, but okay, you know what? That ain't nothing but the my uh that's nothing but the devil.' But we gonna be okay. Like I said, in two weeks we'll be having this show again because this show oh. well, it's gonna be continued. At least they're listening in. So you you raised a, a, a young boy, you know I don't know you know the situation at hand or whatever. So. You know he's gonna be very proud that you're being involved in the community. So is that reason why you got involved? Because you're raising a young man, or just the fact that, like you said earlier, enough is enough. Um,
5: it's um, it's mainly because I have a young male. Um, one, he's fully African American. Two, he's a male, so they take the, the worst blows from, when it's when dealing with racism. Um, I know I'm not gonna be able to protect him all day, every day, like I'm going to try to do anyway. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want him raised to, I mean, I want him to be aggressive, but I want him to mentally be prepared for whatever it is that comes his way. I mean, because being right. a black male in America, I mean, it's hard. You can have the best grades in college. You can, you know, have the best job, but they're still going to look at you as if you're a criminal. And he needs to be prepared for that
3: and know how to handle that situation. Right, right. I guess that's considered what you said, racial profiling. That's going on everywhere. you know. So that's why it's going to take us as an organization. And we are having some, um, if, you, if you're trying to call in, please um, hang up and call right back in. Uh, again, please call in at 718-664-6543. You listen to EOTMRadio.com. Um, my name is Drew Rose. It listed correcting the system on equal justice. And again, when you say unequal justice, it's things that um, that we're fighting justice all across America and and doing this type of work, um, Shauna and Vanna and I don't know if we, we lost Derek, our work never ends. And uh, I think what we're doing uh was <laughs> so good about this the reason why the phone is probably not working because all the New Order family is trying to call in which is a good thing. So we're, we're that, that shows that we're dedicated, that we're all about the work, you know. So I do apologize that everyone can't get in tonight. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and, and close the show out uh, for this evening. Again, I want to thank everyone um, for, for, for calling in. I do deeply apologize on the phone situation. But, again, from two weeks from today um, at 10 o'clock, uh, we'll be back on the air Um talking about the real issues you know we will have some updates so again my name is Gerald Rose you have been listening to correcting the system equal justice here on EOT uh, I just want to say to my new order family um, I love you all uh, we have a lot of work to do continue to pray for me as, as your president as your leader each department from public relations to uh, research department the human rights department spokesperson advisor I mean everyone, marketing director, everyone is just, everyone in, in, in different cities nationwide. I love you all and let's let's continue to do the work. God bless you all. And that will end our program for tonight. Thank you.
8: Push me away.